Welcome to the Giants Huddle. Get him in the huddle. Get him in the huddle. Get him in the huddle. A New York Giants podcast. Okay, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Brandon London here. I want to welcome you all to episode four of the Giants Huddle podcast. And listen, we need you guys to go to your favorite podcast service and subscribe because we always have great conversations with past Giants and present Giants. And we just so happen to be joined by a second year running back. Saquon Barkley, that that sounds weird. Second year running back, right? Definitely crazy how you know how much time flies. I was literally talking to my teammates. My daughter turns yeah. uh, one in a couple wow. of days, and that just made my my daughter was born two days before I got drafted. Yep. So um, time fly. The first year went by crazy, and um, you know definitely learned a lot and look to improve in the next year. Now, let me let me ask you a question before we get into you know some of the football stuff. What's harder, running away from NFL linebackers or changing diapers and being a dad? <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely running away from NFL linebackers. Um, you know, I mean, I got a great family. Um, my girlfriend does a great job yeah. of, you know, even though when I'm at football, she does a great job handling uh, of being a young mother. So um, big shout out to her for that. Um, so she makes my life 10 times easier. And her, her family, her mom, her dad, and uh, my mom, my dad also make my uh, life 10 times easier off the field. Does, does being a, a dad help you be a better football player as well just in terms of being grateful being appreciative of things of life yeah not just a football player that's what i'm gonna say yeah. just life and just as a human you know you just appreciate everything more um you grow up so much more um you got mature at, at a quicker rate um and then your, your decisions you make you know you're not just thinking for one you think for two um and uh so you know when you make your mistakes you gotta be honest about your mistakes and the successful things you gotta do uh you gotta be honest too because you're you're you're, you're your kid role model and um you know i want to do a great job of being a role model for my daughter or my future kids wow man i'm, I'm about 10 11 12 years older than you and i'm getting dad advice <laughs> i'm getting crazy, dad right? advice but, you know thank you one, one day one day man so let's so let's start talking uh, uh about football obviously it's the first day back mm-hmm. in school you know everyone <laughs> got that feeling um kind of what, what were you doing this off season to prep yourself mentally and physically for this upcoming season you know one big advice that i got from a lot of vets not only on our team, but around the league, was take a little bit of time to yourself. Mm. Um, get your mind away from football a little bit. Because uh, for me, this was really my first time. Um, and that was one of the first things I did. You know, I got to travel the world a little bit, um, get outside the country for first time, really. I mean, I yeah. went to Toronto one time, yeah. but I don't think uh, that's, that's, that's kind of, you know nice. what I mean? Um, but got to go, like, Costa Rica and Turks and Caicos for, you know, uh, a little little bit of trip there. And then um, just focus on the things that I can improve on. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a, I had a great year last year, um, but now you start thinking, how can I take it to another level? Mm. And you always want to take it to another level. When you talk to guys like Eli, who's been doing it for 16 years, always finding something to improve on and finding something to work on. So for me, it was just little things like with running. Um, you know, I want to be a, I want I want to be faster. Um, I want to make sure every time I get that opportunity to break that 80 yard touchdown or that 90 yard touchdown, that I have the right technique, the right running form to to do it and so I've been working on stuff like that and uh, just little things um, isolating your muscles um, you know not just focusing on big lifts focus on working on your little muscles uh, for longevity in your career yeah and you were talking about you kind of touched base a little bit on you've you've gotten some advice from guys outside of mm-hmm. the Giants locker room I remember being there at the NFL awards honors awards um, we you were getting shout outs from LaDainian Tomlinson Franco Harris all types of NFL running back greats what what kind of advice are you getting from these greats these great players who you grew up idolizing uh the biggest thing that that sticks to me is 
take it to another level. Mm. Um, like like I said, same kind of with Eli, or you think of a Brady, or you think of uh, a Frank Gore uh, yeah. that's still doing it at a high yeah. level, and uh, especially at the position we play. Um, but yeah, so you had a great year. Now what? Now what? Keep continuing to get better. Keep being yourself, staying true to who you are, um, and continue to have that work ethic. And um, those are the reasons why they're great. And, you know, I, I'm blessed and fortunate enough to have a lot of people supporting me and um, wanting me to be the one of the best running backs ever play. Um, and I'm a fool if I don't, you know, sit there and take their advice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy how you said do more. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people would have the success that you had, especially in New York City. And we've seen this before. You have the success your rookie year or you have a big year one year. Now that off season, those New York lights, mm-hmm. they kind of get to you a little bit. They kind of get to, to 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 certain players. But you've also you just said that you wanted to do more. How do you break a eighty more eighty mm-hmm. yard runs and and that sort of thing? So when you're working out, what's your mentality like? What's the mentality like? You're already strong. You're already explosive. You want to do more, but how do you do more? Yeah, that's and that's a challenge. Yeah, um, that's a big challenge when you say do more. Uh, for me, my mentality is my mindset is. Uh, be the best. Yeah. Um, you train to be the best. I want to be one of the best players I've ever played a game of football. Um, and everyone's going to say that. Um, but what I've learned at a young age, uh, it's everyone can go out and say that. It's what you do. It's how you apply yourself to your work. Um, so that's my mindset there. And then when I say do more, um, I think people automatically just uh, think I'm saying, you know what? I, let me think. I had like two thousand yards last year. I want twenty five. I want twenty five hundred. Yeah. Or I want. 50, I have fifteen touchdowns. I want twenty two touchdowns. No, do more. And uh, Richard Sherman uh, was a guy that kind of broke this down wow. to me and just made it clear to me because I kept saying I want to elevate my game and I want to take it to another level. And he was like, "Okay, you elevate your game, you take it to another level, but." If you go seven and nine, what does it mean? Yeah. It means nothing, and that's and that's what it is. This game is a team game. It's the ultimate team game. It's the best team game to ever be played. And uh, the the one goal and a common goal around the league is win a Super Bowl. And so for me, when I say do more, take it to a level, no level is not only take myself to another level, but try to elevate the people around me with my leadership or with my work ethic, um, or when on a field when making those plays that need to be made or making that block when it needed to be, that block needed to be made and uh, just kind of having that mindset uh, to take my game to another level and if I think uh, I can do that I can I can help our team tremendously oh man I'm glad you touched on that because when you're talking leadership taking your team to another level in your second year you've kind of been thrown into the role as a leader you know some guys they back away from it they you know they're they're nonverbal or you know they just want their 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 play to speak for them. What type of leader are you on this football team? I want to do a little bit of both. You know, I don't want to be one of those guys that is rah rah and um, get the guys going, but I don't go out there and make any plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, you got to gain the respect and trust your teammates. And um, the easiest way to do that is one going on the field and actually going do it and make plays. And I think I was able to do that a little bit uh, last year. Um, I do believe I can do a lot more this year. And then also being vocal, um, being vocal, um, not just when it needs to be. Um, even when we're, when things are going great, uh, make sure I'm vocal on the sidelines. And when things are going mm-hmm. bad, make sure I'm vocal on the sidelines and continue to have that mindset and that approach that I had uh, my rookie year is um, that I didn't, I don't deserve anything. Yeah. I didn't earn anything yeah. yet. So come in with my head down um, and ready to work. And um, just like I said, keep, I know it sounds repetitive, but um, take take it to another level. And obviously, I just explained that not only myself but uh, our team. 
And it's crazy because you say that you you say it taking it to another level. You don't want to keep repeating yourself. But in this game, that's mm-hmm. not a politically correct answer. It's mm-hmm. the right answer because if you're going to be great, you have to have that mentality. The Jordans, the Bradys, the Jeters, mm-hmm. they always want to take their game to another level. And you you did that just your rookie year. Pro Bowl, one thing I, I, I and I tell people all the time when they're like, what's Saquon Barkley like? What's Saquon Barkley like? It was our last practice of the Pro Bowl because, you know, I was down there covering it with you guys, mm-hmm. Giants TV. Um, and you walked around the entire field and probably Giants Nation guesstimation probably signed about close to say 1,500 to 2,000 autographs after practice on that Friday. Mm. What's that like and why? Where does that come from? Um yeah, to you know, to be able to put in position, uh, to be able to make kids smiles, and I ain't gonna lie, I only really signed the kids, because uh, <laughs> okay. most of the times the ultra kind just trying to get it to sell. Yeah, um, but I go out exactly. I make sure I go out my way um, to go and acknowledge all the kids that I can um, and, and, and sign for them because you know, even though I didn't have the opportunity to go to a Pro Bowl or go to NFL games. Um, I was a fan, yeah. and I understand how much of an impact that you have on other people. And, um, you know, God's blessed me uh, with, with an unbelievable talent and a position that I am. And, um, you know, I would be doing injustice not to go out there and uh, try to have an impact on people. And um, I think that's the way you're able to do it. Yeah, and, and the Pro Bowl, you went out there had a pick. <laughs> hey, I thought you were going to take it to the house. What <laughs> happened know, right? there? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I got, one, I got to take that to the house now that I think about that. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I ain't gonna take credit. I didn't get the pick. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike got Evans the got the yeah, pick. It, Somehow it, it got pitched back to yeah. me. I like got I like cross fields a little bit, like high, uh, backyard football. Um, but the Pro Bowl was fun, you know. Um, it's just it's just crazy to think you you uh, imagine yourself playing a game yeah. like that and um, to be able to accomplish that your first year. Um, and you know, for me, be able to go play defense. Obviously, it's not really a game built for a running back mm-hmm. um, in the Pro Bowl. Uh, no one's really trying to tackle each other because, you know, obviously just uh, yeah. um, you want to watch out for each other. But for me, I try to go over there and play defense and have fun with it because you never know. Um, nothing's alleged guaranteed, and you never know if you're ever going to make it back there again. And I try to make it um, – I try to, you know, have have the most fun I can possible. And you're having fun on and off the field. I mean, we saw you in the NFL 100 uh, commercial. What was that like? Tell me, give us some behind the scenes. Who who were the who who the guys that were joking around? Who were the guys that were super serious? How much fun did you have filming that? Well, one, that might be my biggest highlight of the year so far. Um, the or commercial, flashes, commercial, doing the commercial. Um, but not because of the the people, because you weren't with everyone. So for m- my commercial shoot, I was only with Richard, with Richard Sherman. Okay, and that's when he broke down the. Take it to okay, another level, elevate. Okay. But everyone else is doing it in different different parts. Yeah, I remember talking to Baker. Uh, Baker had like fly out to Boston, so the, they did an unbelievable job to make it seem like that we were all in one spot. Yeah, um, but we really were not. And then uh, you go back like Barry Sanders, LT, and those guys are are really doing like mm-hmm. the stunts, like are really doing the spin moves. Like I'm really jumping over a dude. And uh, for me to be able to, you know, end that commercial and like kind of. And uh, and going to the hundred year anniversary and beating a guy that is jumping over and kind of running into the future, um, it's, it's unbelievable. And so, uh, you know that that moment was truly an honor and uh, to be able to be part of that commercial and um, being in the likeness and the names of Franco Harris and Barry Sanders and Deion Sanders, 
um, and Brady and those guys. Uh, uh, it's truly amazing. I look at that commercial and what you just said as a metaphor, how you said you're jumping into the future. You are jump, you've jumped into the future as a giant legend, almost, you know, for the first year. Your role in this offense and this offense that they've put around, Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Easy E, Evan Ingram, how do you see this? Where do you see this offense going this year? Um, I believe that we can be one of the best offenses in the league. Um, I think we have the determination, the work ethic, um, the coaching staff, and the talent, and that's what you need. Um, now we just all got to come together and make sure we do it on the field. Um, we have players all around us. Um, you know, we, like you said, the Tates, the Sheps, um, the, the the Benny Flowers, uh, the Evan Ingram, yeah. Dwayne Gallmans. Uh, I can go down and down the list, and we're probably gonna, you never know the draft didn't happen yet, so you know who's going to be added there yep. or not. Yep. Um, but I believe that uh, we we can be a very balanced offense. Uh, I believe that. We have a running game, um, not only myself, but um, with Perp, with Martin, um, with uh, Wayne uh, and Penny and all those guys. Um, and I think that we have, you know, the quarterback that can distribute the ball and we have guys that can get open. And um, at the end of the day, uh, it's all about team effort. And if all 11 of, all 11 of us can go out there every single day, um, whether it's in practice or whether it's in OTAs or whether it's on the field and have that belief and uh, be confident in each other, we can continue. But we can play at a high level. How do you guys get the belief? I mean, it's only day one so i'm not gonna be like hey you guys are you going to the super bowl this year Mm. how what do you think are some things that as an offense you guys can do in this off season to get yourselves ready for a run in the 2019 season the way i look at it is you know and this might be an answer that no one's probably expecting for me when i looked at we had the most success last year would be the second half of the season yeah i think everyone would agree with that and it was a little things like doing dinners on Fridays. Okay. Um, whether it was with just the running backs and receivers or uh, if me and Grant and BJ would take the rookies out. Those little stuff like that is the reason. That's how you believe and you are confident in each other. And right now what I think we're, we're doing so far, um, come from my from my personal view, is I'm living with Shep in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in L.A. with, with Kyle, with um, Evan. Um, you know, Ev- uh, Eli hits us up. Uh, he's in Jersey and we're in LA. He's like, can we throw his week? Me and Shep are making that flight to New Jersey wow. to catch a ball from him. Those little things, and we can continue to do that and to get more people along, I feel like can help take us to another level. Because if you think about it, in college, you live with these guys. Yep. You, you live with your teammates. You Playing know? Madden you, with you these play, guys. You, exactly. Yeah. You play Madden. You wake up. You wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You grind. And in the NFL, you go from, from OTAs from 6 to 12 and then you're home, and yeah. then you got families, and you don't see these guys often until you come right back to here. So when you can develop a, uh, a better relationship outside of uh, the game of football, um, just makes you want to work 10 times harder and grind 10 times harder for that person. And I imagine that must have been a huge adjustment for you last year to mm-hmm. come from, like we said, the college environment where you guys are around each other all the time. You guys... If there's five dollars left, you know five dollars for a thing of pizza. Everyone chips yeah, in together uh-huh. to go and, and do that. And you get, like you said, you guys created that in that off season. I mean, in the second half of that season. And now moving forward, I can only imagine what you guys are going to do um, together in in the off season. And let, let's talk about the draft because the draft is coming up. Uh, you kind of mentioned it a little bit. The Giants are obviously going to add some players to this roster because mm-hmm. that's what NFL football is. Have you been kind of keeping an eye out on who's out there and is there anyone in particular or any guys in particular you would love to see in uh, Big Blue? 
Um, yeah, you know, I, I keep an eye on it. Um, I, I, you know, I don't focus too much on it. Yeah. Because uh, I still got, you know, focus on myself and on, on the team now. Uh, but is there any particular guy? Um, to be honest, you know, from obviously it's not my decision to to make that call whoever mm-hmm. gets drafted or comes to our team but uh if i could pick it would be a guy that's gonna come in um with his head down ready to work um i don't care if he's a first rounder or a seven rounder or undrafted um i think if you fool your fool the team uh with obviously talented guys but with high character um and is is ready to come to work and have confidence in the team and have confidence in the system um you're gonna play at a high level no matter what so yeah, let's, let's let's go a little a little off the field a little bit game of thrones are you a game of Thrones guy Yes or no? And oh, <laughs> come on, say no. Cool. I, I liked mean, you up until this point. I'm bro. be honest. You know, I think like so. When I like called on to like the hype, it was too late. No, like, it's not. It was not. I mean, what season are you guys in? Like season eight. Is that and like I heard like the episode like hour two hours long. You like, just said you guys get done at twelve o'clock. What are you gonna do? You can change diapers have, and watch <laughs> Arya start at the same time. That you don't even know Arya. We're not. Where do I balance the film? Where I balance. Playing Fortnite, dinner. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a. I've never watched it. I'm not gonna lie. I've never. I can't even tell you an episode. Um, but I've heard nothing but great things. But, uh, you know, I'm not really big on riding that wave, and I don't. I don't think I'm a ride. I wave. just feel like I. I just feel like someone just told me Santa Claus wasn't real. You yeah. know, like Saquon Barkley well, not. would rather play <laughs> Fortnite than Game of Thrones. Yeah. All right. Let's NBA playoffs. NBA yeah, playoffs. Okay, NBA playoffs. Can, yeah. can we talk that? Hmm? Yeah. Basketball guy. Who's gonna win it this year? Um, who's gonna win? I mean, everyone probably knows who's gonna win. Don't say uh, the Warriors, please. I mean, you like, just say you don't want to ride the Game of Thrones like, wave. That's the same as riding. I'm not, the Warriors I'm not riding the wave. I'm saying everyone knows who's probably going to win. For me, if I had to pick a team that I would love to win, uh, I'm gonna go New York. I'm gonna go Brooklyn Nets. Uh, D'Lo going crazy right now. He's balling. Um, right now. They're playing really well. They won the first game. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely gonna make it out there, uh, whether it's Game Three or Game Four, um, at home. Uh, to show my support So uh, I would love to see The Brooklyn Nets uh, Be the underdog And win the whole thing But I mean At the end of the day Kevin Durant Steph Curry Clay Thompson Boogie Like come on Boogie So I imagine When you're at this game This game three um, They're gonna shot you out On the Jumbotron And whatnot What's that feeling like When you stand up You're waving You got the crowds Clapping for you It's the most uh, awkward thing In the world Is it really? <laughs> I'm not like I mean I would be like, doing The Carlton if I was you like, you're, sitting, you're sitting there and like you're just like sitting there, and then you look up, and they announce your name, and you hear people cry, like, and you don't know how much to smile, how much to wave in the air, and you're just sitting there like, hey, Dang. thank you guys. So like, um, me, I'm not good with like with situations like that. You like I get, spot. I get uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I'm like like a weirdo. I get shy. So, um, yeah, it's probably the the the, the weirdest thing ever, to be honest. Oh man, wow. Well then, never mind. You know, I can cross that off my bucket list. All right, you know, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, but real quick, can you give Giants Nation a shout out because they absolutely love you. They can't wait to see what you have in store uh, in your second year, and uh, they're wishing you nothing but the best. Yeah, definitely. Giants Nation is Saquon Barkley, second year running back. I know that sounds crazy now, but want to say thank you guys so much for the love and support throughout the season. Um, I know you guys are still rocking with us now, and uh, can't wait to get back out this year to to put on show for you guys. Hey, there we go, Giants Nation. I want to thank you all for joining us for episode four of the Giants Huddle Podcast. And remember, please find us on your favorite podcast service. 
hit subscribe and leave a positive review, especially episode four, so I can keep my J-O-B and you can keep <laughs> listening on Giants.com or the Giants mobile app. Once again, Saquon Barkley here. I'm Brandon London. Until next time, Big Blue.